whatever you do, don't don't apply to PNC because Matt will put a bad reference in for you. No, I only did that for you. Okay. <laughs> I call I call I cold call. Yeah, I said I don't make cone calls, but I did cold call a complete stranger. I was like, hey, you don't know me, but you're, I know you're the hiring manager for this legal order processing role. And uh, as, isn't that Sweeten guy? You don't want any part of him. Like, no, you do not. I've, I've heard some of his takes. <laughs> <laughs> you should check out this show, Brose, that he's on. Yeah, the Matt that's yeah, on yeah. there, that's not me. That's a yeah. different Matt. A different Matt. Ign- ignore the yeah, tall-sounding white guy. Well, no, no, I, 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 you don't understand. I made it to PNC on the strength of my performance on the Brose podcast. <laughs> this is me. Like they were like, wow, you know, you have all this experience in commercial underwriting, but you also you have such good takes, and they're all right. So <laughs> it's so impressive. You're hired. Yeah, every yeah. take is hot. <laughs> Matt, Matt. Matt's gonna Switching. go. Matt's gonna go into work on on Monday and be like, "That guy Sweeten, I told you not to hire. He had this take about my brother being a '50s gray shirt. Made no sense. Yeah, no, no sense, sense at all. all. I don't know. I don't know if you're thinking about offering him a job again, in the future, <laughs> but like, I wouldn't even like consider it for the next like five years. Remember when he said that movie Man of the Year was just like George <laughs> Santos? <laughs> yeah, I you guys remember that movie Man of the Year. Oh God, it's this. <sighs> <laughs> Guys, you ready to do another episode? No, <laughs> this is the episode. Look, I guess I'm this ready. is. Look, it's Let me been. Find it's a been course correct on this man of the year day. <laughs> it's been four years of just ragging on Timmy, so I guess it makes sense to pick on me for a bit. Finally, rotate. Welcome to Brose. My name is Matt Casnell, and joining me as they always do are my bros. On an audio feed, it's Mr. Rich Sweeten. Hi, everyone. On an audio feed, it's Mr. Sean O'Brien. Hey, everybody. And on an audio feed, proud member of the Jewish community, Mr. Tim Hansen. <laughs> I, I don't know. Nope. That's right. Nope. That's right. <laughs> Keep your mouth nope. shut. <laughs> The best way you could have responded. This this is not going to end well. Don't do that. <laughs> like Dave Chappelle said, the two words you nope, never nope, ever nope, want to nope, say nope. consecutively are the and juice. Nobody has ever won for saying those two words consecutively. How are you guys doing? Not too bad. Awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hanging in there. Episode two of this uh, of this evening. Feeling pretty good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. We can put this in. I think we record this, put this out in a couple of weeks. Hopefully, make people make, 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 make some people laugh. You know, mm-hmm. I hope so. I hope so. We work, we work hard to get those laughs. <laughs> okay, <laughs> more like hardly working. Am hey, I right? Hey, there we go. That's my boy. All right. <laughs> Do I get a cookie now? Was, was that was that another unemployed joke, Tim? Or jeez. It wasn't. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Rich, was that just a reason to Rich, just Rich, you forgot to hit the funny switch again. Tim is in a job right now. <laughs> Remember that funny switch, Rich? You just got to on. Uh, on. I, I got. I got to flip that switch. On. I got to flip that switch. Rich is in the back of his head, being like, "Switch? You mean like the way you switch from working to not working?" <laughs> <laughs> The horse is dead. <laughs> Leave her alone. <laughs> Poor girls are beaten into the ground. Welcome 
to the award-winning Brose podcast, available on all major podcasting platforms. As you know by now, the premise of our show is that we're four bros. We sit around these, these chairs of ours, we bring a delicious glass of wine to the table, and we bring questions to the table, questions about current events, about pop culture, about music, movies, games, about life, the universe, and everything, and we do it uh, for you with a touch of mirth, with a touch of intelligence, uh, and with, of course, a touch of wine. But we don't want just our questions uh, to be answered. We want your questions to be answered. So send your questions about life, the universe, and everything to brosequestions at gmail.com if you want them answered on the air. That's brosequestions at gmail.com. But first, we do have to discuss what we are drinking tonight. Sean O'Brien, let's start with you. Hell yeah. What are you drinking this evening? I'm drinking Chateau Jaron Bordeaux, because it's from the Bordeaux region of France. And it is a rosé from 2021. Uh, it, 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 it is, it's pretty good. It has, it has like kind of an alcoholy taste for a rosé anyway, because rosés are usually pretty fruit forward. But this one is more alcoholic, so it's nice. Like I'm more, it's more bitter. Just I'm enjoying this more. And as I'm getting older, I'm like putting less sugar in my coffee. You start to dial that shit back because you're, you're just like, what am I, a child? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think there's kind of like it's like you go in you go in waves. Like in college, yeah. I used a, I didn't use a lot of sugar because I thought it was cool, and then it went, and then I was like, I don't give a shit what anyone thinks, and now I'm like, oh, I can't handle too much sugar. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. We're back to college yeah. levels. You figure out what your tolerance is. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, all right, yeah, you know what? I'm an adult, and just being an adult means that I can have whatever I want. Like, I don't care what the world says. And then you realize, like, uh, actually, my tastes have changed a little bit. Maybe <laughs> yeah. Scale it back a little bit. Mm-hmm. Fruity Pebbles are still the best. Fuck they, off. They are. They are. They are the best. True. True that. Tim Hansen, what are you drinking or not drinking tonight? Uh, in a very strange turn of events of Tim actually being somewhat responsible. What? Uh, I'm not drinking this evening. Uh, so I am having good old fashioned Wawa lemon iced tea. Very delicious. I miss it. I, I missed it so much being in this house. And you're I miss, back, man. I miss, I miss, I'm back, baby. Me? Yeah. Back in the see, I'll I was trying not want. to do it. I was like, <laughs> I gotta see if someone else will. <laughs> Excuse me. You were trying not to do it on a show that we has done the final countdown every third episode for <laughs> four and a half years. And it's a final question. Like one person will do it, no matter what. It's been years and years and years. We still do it every single time. You know what time it is, Matt? It's about 9.38. No, it's 9.38, you idiot. Yeah. It's time for you to get a watch. <laughs> Rich, what are you drinking? I am drinking a bottle of Joyful Heart, um, uh, a white blend from California. Uh, turns out it's 13.8% ABV, and it's Kaboom. very tasty. I really enjoy it. Nice. Glad you like it. Most Thank white you. blend. I am drinking Liberty Creek Merlot. God, this bottle is huge. <laughs> uh, it is. That's what a she substantial said. Bottle. And hey, hey. <laughs> okay. I haven't had. I guess I just haven't had because I don't get handles of liquor anymore uh, either, mm-hmm. and I, I, I certainly don't get the big bottles of wine. So I'm holding like a. It's a. It's a. It's a liter and a half, and it's, I'm just like. <laughs> I am in awe on the size of this lad. What an absolute unit. <laughs> uh, so it, it's it's a massive bottle. 
the rose, the wine itself is fine. Uh, it is. It's not very. There's not a nice body to it. It's not like a very. I don't know. I guess full body is the way I would put it. Like it just it tastes fine. Like it, it tastes like a decent red wine. Um, and honestly, the kind of red wine that you get out of a you know one point five liter bottle, which is like, hey, this will this will do the trick. It's good for what ails you. But I w- I would not go out of my way for this one. But I also wouldn't turn it down, as evidenced by the fact that. Still drinking it. Uh, now, we're on to the questions. BrosaQuestions at gmail.com if you want your question answered on the air. But, uh, of course, we each bring our own as well. Somebody got a burning question they want to start us off with? I've got one that's real high content. Tim's raising his hand. Oh, yeah, boy. we don't want him to forget it. He's like Jay-Z. He yeah, doesn't write true. down his, life, his rhymes. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's that. what's great is when you asked, I was like, "Fuck, I forgot my question." <laughs> Amen. So I finally remembered. Hmm. Um, so my question is: we're, we're gamers. We all play games. Maybe not you the same game. Game every now and then. Mm-hmm. Enjoy a good game. Mm-hmm. What is what is your take on uh, games that push really heavy on the new game plus aspect? Okay, so I so we I think we know all this is, but explain New Game Plus for anyone who might not. Know. So New Game Plus uh, for a lot of games more uh, is essentially just you start you've completed the game once you've played all the way through. New Game Plus might be a little harder, might give you a few more options, um, and normally, well, not normally, depending on how that specific game is set up, you may start with a lot of the things you've already unlocked. Some of them do, some of them don't. Depends on the game. The reason I ask is because normally you don't know what's there. It's just you've gone through, you're completely maxed out. Like your stats are all whatever, as high as they can be. You've unlocked everything that you can unlock. That was a great game. And then it's like, oh, well, now there's New Game Plus. Well, what's that? It's like, there's all this other shit. What do you mean? There's more? Kind of. Or it's just, this is harder harder again what's the difference it's harder is there anything new no it's just harder depending on the game yeah reason i ask uh actually no i'll circle back to why i asked talks amongst yourselves um yeah yeah so experience is mostly in like when i played role-playing games uh which i I would guess is probably where it's most prominent Like, like if you're if you're not a big gamer, imagine you're playing like um, like a Final Fantasy game. You go to the end, you beat the dragon or whatever the final boss is, and then it's like you win the game and uh, you boot up the game again. But it's like, oh, you can open the file. And like Tim said, you can unlock new stuff or you just play the game again. But like you have all your, you know, your weapons or whatever from your previous game. And so you can play the game and just like breeze through it, but see a bunch of new stuff that you might not have seen the first time through that you can now see because you've got, you know, the best stuff, the best swords and armor Mm -hmm. and things like that. Um, I don't particularly care about that stuff. And only because like, once I've played through a game like that, it's like, I beat it. I'm kind of like, whew. All right. Mm -hmm. Step away from this for a little bit. Like I'm not, I'm typically in most cases, I'm not jonesing to go through it again. When I had, when it, when I do, there's usually more to do. Like I'll say, for example, like a couple years ago, I played um, uh, the Fire Emblem game for Nintendo Switch, and that's a great game. I love those sort of like tactical chessboard style uh, strategy games. And when you beat it with one group of like one 
team, one house in that game. There's other routes where you can control one of the other houses, one of the other teams, one of the other groups of characters and things like that. So there's other stuff to do within the story. So for me, that was kind of like, okay, that's my new game plus I'm playing through it again mm -hmm. but it's really just me starting the game over again for if it's just another video game like hey you beat it now you can go and beat it again I'm like all right I'll get back to that in a couple of months I got other shit to do mm -hmm. uh, or I got other stuff I want to play like I, I I usually just let it sit I'm not typically jonesing for it it's it, I would not say it's a huge draw for me no I think if I love the game I will maybe play it again but like generally new game plus doesn't really appeal to me because like a lot of times it's on like an 80 plus hour game and i'm like i'm not trying to put another 80 plus hours into this like yeah. i loved it and it was very fun but i feel yeah. like i got my money's worth and i don't i feel like i a lot of times i feel like new game plus is like a chore like i'm going back into it like because i have to it's like well there's more stuff it's like well i guess i gotta see the more shit like because i like the game so much but usually like i think the only <clears throat> i think i played uh the the remake of Link's Awakening on Switch. I played that twice. I played that and then I played it on hard mode. And then I did that with uh, Metroid Dread. Because I really like those games and they're not that long. Like they're like a couple right. hours. I mean Link both of them are like maybe like a couple days, but it but it's only a couple mm -hmm. days as opposed to like weeks. Because I don't have I don't right. have that kind of time to like no. um dedicate to games anymore like what yeah. i'm not you know going on i'm not beating the first two mass effects in two weeks you know what i mean like that's not where my life is anymore yeah, yeah. be very judicious with the, the time you spend games like i like i love like we've I've talked several times about it. i really enjoyed playing the persona games like persona has new game plus and look man like i said love those games under no circumstances mm -hmm. am i going to go back and play persona whatever on on new game plus these games are like 70 hours long yeah Come on, man! It's like I got a, I got, I got a daughter. I'm trying to yeah, raise. You'll miss out on okay. like a, like, a social link or whatever. And I'm like, oh, well, that's just something I'll never experience, and I'm okay with that. Oh no! <laughs> I'll look it up on YouTube. Yes, yeah. the old lady is gonna be sad about her dead husband forever. Mm. She's never gonna have my whatever. Um, I enjoyed the game mm. when I played through it. It was a lot of fun, and it's like, all right, maybe someday i'll play it again but like it can't, i can't be sitting around like oh there's new game plus you could get a different persona or a different armor mm -hmm. or a different story like nah that's okay mm -hmm. that's all right what about you rich um so i i personally am not a big fan of new game plus i don't generally do new game plus and mostly because to me there's no point to playing new game plus because the way i play games I am a completionist. I get everything that there's available in that game before I beat the game. So for mm -hmm. me to go back and play New Game Plus, there is no character progression for me because I already have everything unlocked. So why would I go back and play where I'm just playing super strong... For instance, let's go with the Spider-Man game for the Playstations. I, am, I have everything unlocked, and I'm just Spider-Man swinging around playing the same exact story all over again. Mm -hmm. To me, that just that Spider-Man game is fantastic. But replaying that story again, as good as it was, it's just not fun because it's so damn long. I, I just, it's not appealing to me. There are, as far as I can think of, there's only a few titles that really do New Game Plus good, in my opinion. And it's generally the, the From Software, Demon Souls, Dark Souls games, because you can 
there's like no level cap to your character in those games generally. So even going back and playing the new game plus, your character is still getting stronger as as well as the rest of the game is getting harder or stronger characters. Um, and the uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake was probably the most worthwhile, quote, new game plus to play. Because once you beat the game on normal mode, it then unlocks hard, and it's like you can put your progression from normal to hard, and in doing so, it unlocks additional challenges that you can do, which actually do progress the power levels and increase your character strengths and things like that. Plus, the hard mode actually made the combat system more exciting and, and intricate than the base mode did. So it actually made the game worlds better playing it on hard mode than it did on on normal. So like besides those, when I see no game plus, I'm like, nah, and then I just go to the next game. Because if I'm playing a game that has new game plus, I'm playing it for the story. I got the story through the first time. And if you're gonna tell me that a new game plus that I need to play new game plus to get the full story, then fuck you, I'm not getting the full story. Because you should have just put it all in the base game. Mm. Okay. As you point out, like it's not like it's not like a thing that I'm mad. It's it's not a animating thing for me. It's just kind of like, hey, look, if you want to do that, like if you got this game and yeah. like I want to do, mm-hmm. I want to play it a second time with all sorts of new gadgets and toys and and you know extra bells and whistles or extra, like, yeah, fine, that's fine. It's yeah. just it's just it's, it's a nothing for me. Like it's yeah. just okay, cool, it's there, whatever, and yeah, you know, hundred percent. You know, I'm just if, sitting here playing, so playing my game. Yeah. And when I'm done with it, I'm done with it. If 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 you like New Game Plus, more power to you. I'm not mm-hmm. yucking your yum. I just, I don't like the idea. I don't like it. It's not, it doesn't sound interesting to me because there doesn't feel to be enough of a challenge at the end of it. Hmm. Yeah. So, I've, so the reason I, I, I asked is because, um, Last week, beginning of this week, I don't fucking remember. Uh, I got Arkham Knights, which I, I know the internet has had a field day with tearing apart uh, mm-hmm. for Christmas. Still wanted yeah. to play it, and I just kind of assumed, internet, you bitch about everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> being a bunch of whiny fucking nerds. Um, they were right about a lot of things. <clears throat> yeah, <clears throat> One, It's going from the Arkham series, which was phenomenal. Like there, there's very little I can complain about those games. And I have played, I played the first two or I played Arkham Asylum and Arkham City multiple times. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I very much enjoyed those games and the little lore and everything that's hidden. And really the only thing I could complain about is the Batmobile, but also I just didn't really try to figure it out and never fucking used it. So that's mm-hmm. kind of on me. Um, Arkham Knights contri- took something that was great and like it's like oh cool there's been it's been a couple years you can expand on this and it's like they essentially took everything that they had built thrown it out and were like we're gonna try and do it again but uh, Goth- and they fucked it all up. Gotham Knights is from a different team than the other is it? Arkham. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, Arkham Origin, Arkham Origins, and Gotham Knights were both made by this had two teams making it. But Arkham or Arkham Asylum, Arkham City, and Arkham Knight, which was the last Batman one, mm-hmm. were all from I can't remember. But then, yeah, well, that this, makes more sense. But whatever. But this one is from uh, WB because now WB owns. Yeah, it's right. well, WB shows Montreal. how much I shows how much I didn't fucking pay attention <laughs> because I just wanted to play the game and not listen yeah. to fucking anyone. 
Because you know me. I don't listen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but once you get over that, it's like, okay, this game isn't terrible. It's not completely predictable. Um, but once you get over the control stuff and some of the, the, the fact that it doesn't explain a lot to you, like there is really zero benefit to changing characters as far as I can tell. But you can. You, you can pick which character you're playing and switch between them all like in between missions and whatnot. And really, there's no fucking point. If anything, it makes the game harder. Don't fucking do that. Mm-hmm. But what it doesn't tell you is like 70% of the way through the game, depending how you play, you're maxed out. I was like, what? Why, why, am I, why can I not like max out my skill tree? Where is all this? And it just never says anything. It's just like, oh, you're level 30. You're done. Like, that's fucking stupid. And then it introduces, like, this most wanted thing where there's these all, there's these criminals that are, like, only on very high difficulty levels and only sometimes, and you have to get them all. I'm like, cool. Except it introduces it to you right before the game ends. Hmm. And it's like, oh, you either got to keep playing or you got to start a new game plus. (laughs) New game plus, you can go to level 40 and actually max out your character. And it's like, no see you let me max out my character and then you add other shit like either don't let the skill tree get that far or at least say that nowhere does it say that that's the level cap mm-hmm. and it's just like I, this system is bad it yeah. is like that, it's not a good system well that's yeah, that's, if, that's a game that's that's like gatekeeping portions of the game behind new game plus like yeah, why it's, why yeah. why would you make the decision to be like I'm not because like that's part of the game is like like in Spider Man like you can max out everything before you finish mm-hmm. the game and that's what you want to do like that's part of the like you don't want to ha- like I understand there are some games like I remember Dead Space like you have like a finite amount of whatever those things were to advance your like skill tree so like mm-hmm. I understand like that's fine to me. But if you're going to be like, you just can't level high enough now, but you yeah, will be able to. That's not a that's, resource thing. That's bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, I agree. that's, what that is, is that's padding completionist playability to make it so that their completionist playtime is longer because you have to play it twice to get yeah. everything. But, but also, like, a lot of the, even the game progression is significantly slower than it needs to be. And for stuff like that, like, there's like, oh, there's random crimes around the city. You have to find them, blah, blah, blah. It's like, yeah, but there's a stock amount per night or per patrol or whatever the fuck they call it. Uh, and it's like, okay, like, so do I know if there's, like, I'll go out. I went out, like, three nights in a row as I'm finishing the game. And there was zero anything above high difficulty. Like, there wasn't even high difficulty. I'm like, how am I supposed to do this most wanted stuff if you won't even give me this the fucking option? Mm-hmm. Like, I can't change that. So I either go back and be like, no, I'm just going to end this night and start a new one. And it's like, okay, but since you didn't do anything on this night, everything's random and you can't tell what anything is. I'm like, well, fuck that. Yeah. So it's essentially making you play all this extra stuff to hope there's a chance. And that's even before New Game Plus. So it's just like, what, what the, no, fuck yeah. all of this. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I think... Let's play my game. Yeah, I think yeah. there was a... Because games are pretty expensive, I think there was this push for like hyper-realism and length of play. 
and I think we're still on like the tail end of that where like people are trying to make the graphics as good as possible and the game as long as possible without recognizing that like honestly I feel like I would rather a game cost a little bit less and like I one of like Celeste is one of the best games I've ever played and it has fucking 8 bit graphics and it's just mm-hmm. jumping around like it just has a it just has a great story it's not mm. super long. It took me like maybe a couple days to finish. Like it's pretty hard. It's hard as but... shit, though. Yeah, but like, but like I think that. You just finish because you die a billion times, but it's also short. Yeah, Two. and so like, yeah, and so like, I, I think like we're we're slowly moving back to like a condensed quality uh, mindset when it comes to making yeah. games. It's like in 2022, one of the best games I played that were released in 2022 was a game called Tunic. It's not the most graphically pretty. It's not the most like heavily uh, mechanical game, but it was just one of the best games I played. Better than a lot of games released to that year. Better than Elden Ring, in my opinion. Like yeah, I'm playing that with Alice. It's a great game. Mm-hmm. And very good. Like, I haven't really done anything yet, but like Alice likes a little fox that walks around and yeah. like, hits stuff with sticks. You've played oh, Elden Ring with Alice? Fox. No, I played uh, <laughs> Tunic. I Alice bet. and I played. We played Tunic, Animal Crossing, and Pokemon together. Those are the games. Nice. Cute. Tunic, Animal Crossing, and Eternal Darkness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Max Payne three. Nice. There we go. Yeah. Um, Max Payne. Jeez. My mom hated those games. Lame. Uh, any other thoughts on the new game plus? No, I think I'm 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 looking forward to us because they've also done that with like animation and movies. Like it's kind of like going back to more cartoony, like a computer animation. Mm-hmm. Computer animation was getting hyper realistic, and now they're starting to make stuff cartoony again. I'm about it because yeah. you don't need you don't need it doesn't like it's an yeah. it's an impressive feat, but whatever. I don't really care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I got the new King of Fighters. Hell yeah! The holidays. <laughs> it's fucking great. Of course, it's great. It's King of Fighters. It's awesome. I just started. Playing you know what that new game plus is? You beat it and then you just play with. You do it again with a different character. Play it. Play, play yeah. it again. The friggin' just continue beating the crap out of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. I got a sort of like high concept one here, mm-hmm. uh, and I don't know if that makes it a good question or not. <laughs> uh, I think it just makes it strange. But here we're we about to find out. When you wake up tomorrow, you're in Judgment City from the movie Defending Your Life, sort of. Um, The judges in your case offer you a deal. A, your life as you've lived it up to today is judged in terms of of overall grace, goodness, and quality. If you pass, you move on to the next stage of existence, or heaven. If you fail, you're sent directly to heck today. Mm -hmm. Or B, you are sent back to Earth reincarnated as a tree with the promise that you will make it to heaven when you eventually die as a tree. What do you choose? Tree. Wait, wait, wait go, go. So ba- give me the, give me so the options a, sec- a second time. So a- option A. Yeah. You're like, you wake up tomorrow, you're, you're in front of the, you're in yeah. Pearly Gates or in Judgment City or whatever, and you, two choices are, okay, Sean O'Brien, you're, you are now being judged on the quality of your life in terms of uh-huh. the good that you've brought to the world. You know, how, how gracefully you've lived it. You're know, weighing my heart against a feather. Got it. Right. You are, you have this. And mm-hmm. if you, if you pass, you get to heaven. You're counting on the, the quality of life being good enough that you're going to get to heaven. If not, you're going to heck. Or you say, hey, we're going to give you this third, uh, the second option, which is 
basically purgatory. You get mm-hmm. reincarnated as a tree, but whenever you die as the tree, you're guaranteed that your soul goes to heaven. That mm. Which could be, you know, hundreds of years, thousands of years, whatever, depending on how long the tree lives for. Can I request where the tree would be? No. Okay. <laughs> Look at Rich already trying to rules lawyer his way out of this <laughs> Look, shit. He's if like, I I'm could... gonna find the loophole, guys. Yeah. I, oh, trust me, it wasn't what a if good the loophole. Tree's already in heaven. No, trust me, <laughs> it wasn't a good loophole. I'm gonna resist being a tree. <laughs> no, it was, compel me. You can't compel was, me to be a tree. It was gonna be. I. I. I want. I. Can I request to be a tree in a high forest fire area? <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, that's why I'm going with tree. One, I feel like it's a 50-50 shot if I go to hell or go to heaven. Not really trying to take those odds when I could just go to a tr- go be a tree and most likely either burn down or be cut down or like I'm still a little sapling. I'm growing and then a lawnmower just says, "Psych." Mm. I'll take it. Mm. I just would go insane as a tree. Or you could be like- California redwood and never fall Mm, live forever so and so so heaven and hell exist and do Mm. i know the criteria i mean like no because because like i feel like i lived a good life Mm -hmm. however like i i shop at amazon a lot Mm -hmm. so (laughs) you know what i mean we're we're good we're good placing now we're good placing it yeah yeah, Yeah, like yeah like a lot of the things i do tomatoes were sitting we're yeah we're growing growing a farm with uh you know they use child labor taking advantage of yeah so Um, like no i I think part of the the issue is that it's a little bit not not it's great judgment is nebulous but it's it's a little bit concealed you don't know like yeah you think you've lived a good life but like if you were you know placed in front of these these two the almighty tallest we'll call them uh, these these two judges. I Wait, are we an invader Zim? No, <laughs> Tim, Tim gets it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, you don't know the. I mean, the judge's criteria is just that you've lived a good life. Uh-huh. Or, you know, good, I so life. I'm gonna say I would rather the first option in which they just tell me because, like, I think reg- regardless of outcome, like if I'm in hell forever, that sucks. But like, I I think I tried my best. Mm-hmm. And and I do legitimately think if on the off chance and not even the off chance on the in the likely scenario in which I'm in the middle of fucking nowhere and just a tree for the re- for hundreds of years, I yeah. would go bananas. I don't. Oh, yeah. I could not handle that. And I, you know, and I. And what quality is your mental? I mean, again, I would rather go to hell having fucking tried than yeah. be a tree and yeah. live in my own private hell for hundreds of years be, because yeah. I was too scared to. Take that chance. <laughs> exactly. For hundreds of years, your only thought is going to be, "Boy, I probably would have gone to heaven if I just like." You yeah. Would've, you would, all you'd be thinking about is how you would have been in heaven if you had just taken the bet. Or, or I have a scratch on my back that I just can't itch for hundreds mm. of years. You don't have a back. You're a tree. You don't. You don't itch. My front is my back. This one owl won't <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> it's been weeks and weeks and weeks. This fucking, yeah. so fucking woodpecker, This woodpecker man. is giving me a headache. Mm. Kids build a house in me, and it hurts. Yeah, I think, I think I'm more in line The with lightning Sean. split me in half, and I still won't die! Because the idea, like, if you, it's, you become a tree, whether it is from sapling until full grown, and then some point in that lifespan you die... You could be the tree, the last tree surviving the explosion of the sun. 
Like, that's thousands of years from now. If the sun explodes, nothing survives <laughs> that. That's, well, that's you, you, no. You could, you You're know wrong. what I mean. You know what <laughs> you I mean. You could outlive humans, maybe. You know what? I'm not saying you're surviving. You're the last tree surviving until the explosion of the sun. Like you're the, the sun exploding like, in like a cartoon where like the rest of the world is barren, but like this one single plot of land <laughs> surrounding rich is just like the, not only is it survive, but like there's still enough nutrients on the planet to keep pumping him full of of what he needs to survive for the next thousands of years. Except it's just a barren wasteland around. Him. Mm-hmm. But you, you guys, you guys know what? I, like you could be on this planet until the explosion of the sun. And it just, that is thousands of years from now. That's true. Yeah. And that's, that's what I'm saying. That would suck. And it's just like, mm-hmm. I would like, I'm on the same, same, same areas. Sean, like, I think I lived my life good enough to the best of my abilities. And, and I feel like any wrong mm-hmm. I've might've done, I've made up for it or I've done whatever I could to make up for it or, or make amends for it. That, I would be on the path to the good place. Okay. All right. Counterpoint. You have uh, thousands of years of torture and suffer in hell. You True. also lose your mind, much like you would have in uh, being a tree and by yourself and having no interaction with anyone, except uh, in hell at the end of that thousands of years. Oh, look, it keeps going. It doesn't stop. Whereas the tree, you can now go to heaven yeah. and potentially and likely because it's heaven, hmm. recover. Yeah, I will. I will admit that I think my personal beliefs are coloring my answer to this because I'm like, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, I'm like, I'm having a hard time putting myself in the mindset that yeah. I'm like, hell is real and a present danger to you. So I think, um, I think that you're right. I think that I would, I would, I don't know that I could risk because, like, as I was thinking about it, I'm like, man, like I fuck up a lot, and like, if if the if the scale isn't super generous like i like i i do genuinely think i'm trying my best but like you know, sometimes your best isn't good enough and the, you know the safe I, bet is the tree the safe bet is the tree yeah which is i mean which is the safe because you're guaranteed a spot it's just that you are it, it's mm-hmm. it is purgatory mm-hmm. it is you know could, could be like you said it could be a week you know you get to be the sapling and you know dennis with his push mower destroys you and then you go to heaven or you, you stand for thousands of years, but it it's the purgatory question. You are guaranteed a spot if you do your time in purgatory, or in this case, mm-hmm. as a tree. Uh, and, and no matter what, you're getting into the good place at that point. And then uh, otherwise, it's like, okay, I think I lived a good life, but it would a, a completely objective moral arbiter mm-hmm. uh, be able? It would feel the same way that I would. And the answer is probably not. Whether it's one, you know, whether it's worse or better, mm-hmm. they will not have the same opinion that I do of myself. So the safe bet is the tree, even though uh, who I can't not possibly speak to my mental well being when I get to the good place. Maybe the good place will heal my mental yeah. wounds of being a right? tree for a thousand years. That is there. honestly what I'm ba- I'm banking on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Literally, I have no mouth and I must scream. Oh my god! <laughs> Sometimes I, you brought that up a couple times recently, and I, yeah. yep. I every time you bring it up, I'm like, every, I will. Whenever I'm, horrifying. whenever I'm, I'm suffering from insomnia for some reason, I yeah. read that short story and then I pass out. Every time, why would you do that I to yourself? I don't know. It was it was <laughs> one time like a while ago. I just yeah. it, I had like heard about the story and it's a very interesting concept and I was like oh I'll just read read it because it's short yeah and then I read it when I was when I couldn't fall asleep it was like at like three thirty in the morning and then I was yeah. like okay and then I fell asleep 
yeah. and it works. It's this if guy, I can't fall asleep, I just read. I have no help out his friends by killing them all. Mm. <laughs> He's a very, yeah, Harlan Ellison man. He was a real piece of work. Mm. Anyway, um, any other thoughts on this really brilliant question that I came up with? <laughs> uh, no, that's an interesting one. This is tough. If not, one. Uh, we can move on. Uh, Rich and Sean, you haven't asked questions mm-hmm. about this session, correct? All right, what do you guys got? Uh, um, I can go. How do you feel about the term unalived? Meh. I feel like I don't know what it means. Okay, so it's instead of saying killed, there was or died. It, it was initially or murdered. Yeah, it was initially used in. I I was it was Captain Sparkles, who's like a Minecraft YouTuber, would say it because his videos would get demonetized when he said killed a bunch mm-hmm. of times. So he would he he started saying unalived. And it's kind of like permeated. It's like it's like people saying segs on TikTok, like yeah. S-U-G-G-S, to like kind of get around censors. People will say unalive instead of killed when they're talking about serious things. But I was I was in a in a Facebook group I'm in. Somebody used unalived in a post that was otherwise very serious about somebody committing suicide. And I was like, that really undercuts the ser- the severity of what you're talking about like cuz it was like it was about someone legitimately who had the person had thought had committed suicide and i'm like if 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 you're talking like about an actual suicide or death like to say unalived is so it seems gauche like it's just like it seems like you're making light of it to me yeah. like, so i think unalived as like in in like when you're talking about video games or just like in general, like you're joking around or, uh, you know, I, I understand the purpose of it, but it seems like it's kind of creeping into the people are using it too much. And I do not like it. So I do think that I do think some people use it, um, less in a way of just taking away the seriousness and more of a, an abundant an overabundance of concern that it could, trigger someone else which is how i like a certain at my tiktok is all over the fucking place but like watching that it's like it, it even though they will say replace certain words with something along those lines or certain topics they will just talk around it so they don't have to say certain things it's like yeah but are we still having a serious conversation anymore Mm -hmm. is that really a triggering thing because if it's a triggering thing then that person knows what we're talking about so they should already be triggered so it it sounds like it's a well we're trying to be respectful and it's like but you're not really being respectful Mm -hmm. like that that's not yeah it was that's, a, what, that's how that's how it comes across to well, me is it's like we're trying to be nice but it's like you're not being nice you're 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 creating a different problem by taking away this severity of the conversation that you're attempting to have or the seriousness of that conversation and kind of making it seem like a joke yeah well that's they yes. they even the people who wrote because i found the post where i thought of this because this was like a long time ago when this came up for my brain i just like jotted it down um, but it was like they put a trigger warning and the trigger warning said unalived friend, which is like a bad trigger warning because it's so gen- I agree. Like, it could be mm-hmm. like it could be anything. What like, does that mean? Is so that many- suicide, murder, yeah, like suicide, murder, accidental accident. death. Yeah. And so like I was just like, I don't know. It's it's 
I think it, it be if if you were truly worried about because I I agree. I think it's this guy specifically was like I don't want to offend anybody, so I'm gonna take I'm gonna like pump the brakes to a point where it's like you just I don't know. It's like you're achieving kind of the opposite effect because if you just put trigger warning suicide, like seeing the word suicide, if if like that could be a trigger for someone, I guess, but like. I think putting trigger but warning suicide. Yeah, possibly. You're just like, hey, avoid this. And I, because I think that's valid. Like, I think you know, if if I've been like personally affected by suicide in a in a major way, and I just don't want to engage in that kind of stuff. Like, just tell me what it's about. Like, don't, and I'll just avoid yeah. it. Like, don't. It's, I, it's just don't. You don't need to put on kid gloves all it's the like, time. When, like you, you go, Rich. When you're trying to make a post and you're putting trigger warning at the top of the post, you don't have to censor what the trigger warning is because you're already telling people trigger warning. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you're doing your right best. there. <laughs> that is your trigger warning of, hey, trigger warning. I'm talking about this sensitive subject. You mm-hmm. don't have to sit there and then say trigger warning on a live person because that has such a broad spectrum of what that mm-hmm. could mean. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's just like you need to say what it actually is. The trigger is. So that people can avoid the entire conversation. Yeah, you got to be like, specific. It, yeah. It's if you want to use in, trigger warnings or content. Yeah, warnings like trigger warnings, content warnings. It, it's it's almost a. And I don't want to come up with different funny ways of the other of saying all the different things. Like typically, you think uh, suicide, eating disorder, sexual assault, sexual harassment, something along those lines. So it's just like okay, instead of sexual assault, we're just going to say trigger warning, bad touch. It's like no, that's not that's no. no, yeah. no. Don't it's, fucking it's, do it's that. A, it's a fucking serious thing. Like, I, I and if the person can't yeah. handle that, then it's like okay, so you can't handle an adult conversation. Like at some point, mm-hmm. that's that's depending how fresh I can mm-hmm. I can see like just like eh, still being off put, but it's not necessarily yeah, I, sending you into a downward spiral just because you read the word. We have sexual to, assault you have to understand like there is like suicide yeah you can only do so much yeah in I, in it, service of trying to keep people safe and comfortable like yeah. mm-hmm. you can't like you can't just not have those conversations like they're gonna ex- the, these conversations are gonna exist there's gonna be conversations around suicide and stuff like that and that and suicide's a hard topic but like you gotta like like I said if if it says trigger warning suicide you and you avoid it if the word suicide is triggering to you that's terrible. And you should be seeing a therapist if you can. Yeah, correct. It, like in, in a sense of content creation, using words like segs or corn instead of porn or unaliving someone when you're mm-hmm. talking about gaming and, sh- and stuff like that. In a sense of content creation for YouTube, because monetization is so specific, mm-hmm. go for it. But do not use this to break censorship for people who are trying to avoid those trigger words Mm -hmm. don't say oh i want somebody who is triggered by the word rape to see this so i'm gonna say whatever sort of censored word there is for rape or suicide or whatever Mm -hmm. like you if you're going to use trigger warnings you 100 percent have to use the word you're talking about you cannot censor that otherwise Mm -hmm. that's going to cause further problems down the line well, yeah, because in the, in this case, that would if if somebody was legit triggered by talk of suicide, they would have to read the rest of it to figure out if it was about suicide. Because mm-hmm. this was this yeah. this post was about somebody asking for help 
because someone they knew had committed had they thought had committed suicide and they were like and they had but they hadn't talked in a long time and so it was like awkward and they didn't know how to figure out if it had happened um but like but like if you're like if you're a person triggered by suicide then you're like okay well this person wants help and you're like fuck you know like i don't know i it's just i'm just i i do understand like rich said trying to get around the algorithms so you don't get like shadow banned or whatever and so you can still be monetized but i think like when it it starts to bleed over into like real life speak i think yeah. it's just, it's just silly like we need to be yeah. i i believe in taking like in providing people the option to opt out of hard difficult things but like you have to i don't know to not even use the words seems silly to me what's your thought matt it's soft language. It's it's George Carlin's soft language taking the life out of life. It's the, the bit that he had about, you know, the the you know how we used to call you know that when, when somebody was was rattled from war they used to call it shell, shell shock, shock. battle fatigue, and then it was operational exhaustion, and then it was post traumatic stress disorder. And with each set of words that we used to describe the same uh, the same condition, it became you know there. Was, you know, more separation between the words, more words, more soft language. And it took the sting out of the words and, and it sort of removed us from the reality of what people who went to war went through. Mm-hmm. Now, look, being on TikTok is not war, but, but it's unalived. Like it just you can use the words that are meant to be used. Like mm-hmm. if we if it's a question of like, oh, we're trying to get around the demonetization sensors, then maybe the real problem isn't maybe the real problem is the, the algorithms and the demonetization sensors. Like maybe that's the issue that we need to address and not the unalive thing. But yeah, like I, I, I think it's not a serious word. It's mm-hmm. not a serious word for that, that serious people use. And I, I think you were, you were being too cute by half by doing it. And I think you were, it's frankly a little bit disrespectful to, mm-hmm. <laughs> to be using that word for death, for being Could, killed, for uh, to 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 point there a real me, world scenario. Mm-hmm. To real world scenarios, like yeah, you know, it, it sounds <clears throat> silly. It's a silly word, and it was and and if it's the case that it was contrived to get around, you know, some TikTok censors, it was invented for look in the grand scheme of things, a silly reason. Yeah. Uh, like, so it's it's yeah, I, I would not look people have fun with words all the time people have fun on the it, it's the internet mm. things are yeah, there's always like a extra layer of like uh, of you know cynicism and and you know not taking things seriously when it comes to doing anything on the internet when it comes to content creation but like yeah it, it's not a serious word and i i i, I don't i don't like yeah. it that's my like, they, yeah my bro hot takes i don't like it i'm not <laughs> about it like, like think, even think about this it's 2018 2017 i can't remember when this happened and you're seeing on the internet all these news articles. Jerk Paul, Jake Paul, went to Unalived Mountain and filmed an unalived person. Like, mm-hmm. no. Like, you can't take that seriously. And that is just disrespectful to all of that. Mm-hmm. You need to, like, trigger warning, here's what it is, and then here's yeah. what Jake Paul Trigger did. warning, Jake Paul. <laughs> exactly, Jake Paul. exactly. But like that, it's 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 exactly what you're doing when you when you decide to use the a term like unalive when you're taking in a serious topic of I need help mm. because of this. But also, I do want to throw out there: if you need help because you don't know how to handle something, probably don't go to Reddit. 
or mm-hmm. Facebook and maybe go to therapy or see a professional. It, it would, wouldn't be my first recommendation, but if you really have no, nowhere else, mm-hmm. grain of salt, but also be prepared to have a legitimate conversation and not kids clubs if you're mm-hmm. going to reach out on something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think a lot of it just needs to get boiled get boils down to think about your audience, think about the content you're actually talking about. Is the whole conversation a serious conversation that really is the monetization as important as having the conversation? Are you on the right platform for the conversation you were trying to have? Mm-hmm. If the answer is no, then um, just don't fucking do it. If you have to take a serious conversation and put heart stickers and flowers all over it, um, then maybe you're doing it wrong. If you're doing it because you want to make money off of that specifically, maybe you shouldn't be the person having that conversation. Broad strokes, obviously there's potential avenues for that being different, but if you're playing a video game, then eh, who cares? Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. When the way it was, it, it was initially a Minecraft yes. YouTuber. Like that. Yeah, I'm a hundred percent behind that. Like that's where I've heard most making, of it. And and also like a lot of like, uh, not to be like, I like a lot of children watch that kind of stuff, and so like mm-hmm. not saying kill all the time is like probably good for kids. And it's like mm-hmm. you know, like I I understand the point of it. Like that's that's fine. But I think it's it was it's just the idea of that kind of shit spilling into actual real conversations that people are having is just it's you're uh, yeah I it just cheapens it and it makes it it's it's unserious and we I'm not I don't want to be like you know people are too soft now but like a little bit I don't know you have to be a, a, allowed to have those conversations because shitty stuff happens sometimes and you have to be real about it. You, you heard it first on a Brose podcast. Sean calling people snowflakes. I know. <laughs> I know. I hate. I hate that. I hate feeling that way. But like, every, whenever I feel that way, I get like the ick. But like sometimes I. I don't know. We have to. We have to be. There's always allowed a line. to talk. Like, about you, that. Yeah. Eventually, eventually, everyone has a line. Yeah. You push anything to its logical extreme, and suddenly you figure you realize where your boundaries are. Where it's like mm-hmm. you, there's there's empathy up to a point, and that certainly then it does not seem like empathy is helpful Mm -hmm. or it's not no longer empathy and it's just sort of either performative or just well yeah it it becomes this it's like this ouroboros where at a certain Mm -hmm. point you're just eating yourself like you're trying you're you're trying so hard to be um to be like compassionate that you're actually hurting people yeah the show's been around long enough sean has seen himself become the villain i know (laughs) yeah i'm gonna dark knight it i'm gonna Wished off, wish off, and then come back when Gotham needs me. Sean's actually <laughs> leaving early for his hit on Gutfeld. Uh, uh, Rich, you have a question? Yeah, yeah, we'll do a fun one. We'll do a fun one. I like this one. I thought of it uh, a while back. Um, waka waka. <laughs> uh, is there a product uh, that you would like to sponsor the show? And in sense of sponsoring, they would be providing us that product or that service for free. Is there a product that you would like to have sponsor the show? For me, it's oh, keeps Hank. because I'm definitely lo- losing oh, my hair. Keeps. I want keeps. a bit late for that one. <laughs> <laughs> Truly guys. So you, nobody can see we we're you know, there's an audio medium. I don't know how I still have my full, my full head of hair. I genuinely <laughs> do not so know. Jealous. I, 
I have my my hairline. It be receding, but like mm. I on oh, yeah. like I have very th- I have luscious hair, luscious locks. Yeah, and I, I don't jealous. know how it happened. My dad was bald. My my yeah. my grandpa was bald. My mom's dad was bald. Well, everybody. I mean, yeah, it's usually from your mom's side because, like, well, my first dad's of all, side all no, it's has not. full. That's not how Punnett squares work, my guy. <laughs> no, no, no. Like that's that's like the saying. It's like yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the that's like, the old wives' break, tale. I went, but I had freshman biology. <laughs> break out your Punnett square. I bio one with Miss Sokolowski, Miss <laughs> Walters. Because like, um, like my my entire Baba? dad's family has full heads of luscious hair, mm. but my mom's side all balding. And, like, my brother started balding at 25. Um, I'm, now that I'm 34, I'm starting to see it thinning quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I, I, I want, I, I looked at Keeps to be like, could I, <laughs> sorry, mm-hmm. Tim, <laughs> he's doing the world's smallest violin. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was but, fully, like, too, I was fully prepared to go full Tim. Like, I'm, like, my whole, my whole youth, I was like, okay, everyone I know is bald, I'm gonna be bald, so I was like, yeah. when I go bald, I'm gonna shave it. It was never an if, and so now I don't know what to do. I'm kinda like, I've, I've, I've flown too close to the sun, and I'm like, your long term savings plan is ruined because you keep having to spend money on haircuts. Yeah, <laughs> I just, I didn't expect to spend sixteen dollars every six months. <laughs> ruined my financial planning. <laughs> God damn it! So, what about you guys? Any products or services that you want to sponsor the show so that basically you can get free shit? Uh, just for men? No. Um, <laughs> driving that. I'm no, sensing it, it, a theme. It, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, Chia Pets. Chia Pets. Uh, no. So, uh, mine would be, uh, Hank for Hank's Hot Sauce. This okay. is the, the one, the one non like generic brand product that I'm like consistently like, yeah, like this is always good. It's good in everything I put in it. It's particularly good. It's, it's still like the best, you know, hot sauce for if you're making buffalo chicken, chicken wings, no matter what. Best for that, but it's also excellent in chilies and soups and things like that. They've got, and they're, her high quality. They're local-ish, uh, and and they're they're not like gonna break the bank for you. It's a nice, it's a it's a, they put out a good product, and mm-hmm. I haven't had a bad bottle yet. So yes, I would absolutely one hundred percent want Hank to uh, to do a uh, a sponsorship with us. And uh, if you're out there, guys, I know you're looking for that brose bump. I'll 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 I'll, I'll set up I'll set up those uh, PR emails soon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You start doing reads for them without them giving us any money. <laughs> This is yeah. This one's sponsored by Hanks. Whoa, yeah. Uh, Tim, who would you want to sponsor the show? Who, who would you want to get some free shit for? Uh, from? Uh, I am split between two companies for almost the same reason. It's either going to be Asus or AMD. Uh, be- because <laughs> of free computer shit. Free computer shit. Asus, yeah. like. I, I like their Predator series of monitors, which is what uh, I'm currently looking at two of. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, I want better ones. <laughs> uh, motherboards can be a, a few hundred dollars up to, like, a thousand dollars, depending on which one you want. Graphics cards can be very expensive. Um, but AMD, like, I can also get a really nice processor and also a pretty good, honestly, it's Asus. Like with how much I could just max out everything else, like I I'll be okay spending like seven hundred dollars on a CPU if everything else is pretty much paid for. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So it's uh it's Asus or Asus or who depending who you talk to. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. So it, Send me so computer I, shit. So I occasionally listen to the WIP midday show, the sports station here in Philly, and uh, every every like Thursday or Friday. So they'll be like, "Oh, we got you know, hey, really big thanks to uh, you know the poorhouse, or big thanks to Chickies and Pete's for bringing this this phenomenal lunch spread. Like you know, mm-hmm. the, the, these great wings, hoagies. Oh my god, the delicious like pulled pork that we got. And it's it's almost always like a food product because there's a you know food and drink places are the places that sponsor you know wip for the most part and gambling sites i'm trying to picture them just being like hey i really want to thank ace is just bringing down this this great spread of motherboards (laughs) (laughs) i mean yeah the other the flip side of that is if i can get a sponsorship from them i can also turn that into another avenue of like uh revenue yeah, another so avenue like, of production. It would be you could make. I make it one round of stuff. I make my own computer, but then it's like, hey, I'm going to start making up these other computers and doing like raffles and giving them away or mm-hmm. selling them. Yeah, man, <laughs> man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, mm-hmm. laptops. I could get free laptops. Uh, what Sean, what's? Did you, did you pick one yet, Sean? Yeah. So I have two. I would. I have two. I have one for the good of just me. I would pick uh, Infinite Discs, which is an online frisbee retailer. And if they were to sponsor us, we could get free frisbees, and that would be dope as hell. Because frisbees, though not prohibitively expensive, eventually become expensive. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know. Um, we could have formed a frisbee team. We could, especially now that Tim's back up north. Oh hell yeah! yeah. We are <laughs> formidable, a formidable uh, quartet. Guys, my drive is terrible, but my putt is awesome, which that's is the complete opposite of my actual golf game. Yeah. That's yeah, that's all you need. Well, you drive, uh, drive for show, putt for dough. That's what the the saying is. Um, Does y'all show up in like varsity jackets? And like, three of us are just awful. <laughs> just so, just, just so limiting in your our movement. We're just all everywhere. robots out there in our varsity jackets. Uh, you're not supposed to play in those. Um, so the, the um, I but like for the good of the show, I think I'd like a winery to sponsor us. Mm-hmm. Like, it would make the most sense. Like maybe my Why? my um my uncle <laughs> my uncle is works at this place called Effington Manor Winery in West in Virginia, and so they could sponsor us or like Cape May Winery, and we just get free mm-hmm. shit, and we and that's like we wouldn't have to pay. That would be there'd be so much less investment in this because again, sixty five wines averaging about twelve bucks. <laughs> <laughs> that is oh, not an insignificant amount of money. <laughs> no, true. Yeah. Not no. It's. It, I mean, it, that's a decent chunk of change. Fifteen years. Be like, what do you mean? I have to live off campus all four <laughs> years? Like, well, oh, <laughs> mm-hmm. sorry. I, I got an expensive wine yeah. habit. <laughs> yeah. So I would. I think a winery. It would be. It would. It would be nice also to like because I think. If we got a winery sponsor, they could probably tell us shit about the wines that we're drinking, mm-hmm. and be like, we could yeah, be too. like, like, because like every wine we get, we're just fully, we're going like we're full freestyling it. Like, yeah. We have no idea what the fuck we're talking about. We're spinning a wheel and yeah, this I'm, one I'm, is okay. <laughs> I'm also down for that because like I feel like they would use us as representation at wine events and things like that, where we could then go and even network and spread the show further. Mm-hmm. Than just 
our collective group of friends and like a few people in Germany that we don't know why they listen. What if yo? How wild would it be if someone learned English? From Brose. <laughs> that would be fantastic. They would be oh, like, they're ah, gonna be, they're gonna say water. Tannins. They're gonna say water. They're gonna say water and cuz. Winda. Yeah. Winda. Winsty. Crowns. Like everybody in their office, young bulls for some reason. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just gonna pick up on like real specific Philadelphia slang. <laughs> they call everything Johns, and it's just like, yeah, what Johns, the fuck yeah. are you talking about, man? You know, yeah. I would like one hoagie. <laughs> so we, I, I'm, I'm looking at our analytics right now, and in the past seven days, we've What's gotten What's an two, analytic? Uh, that makes you have two, to poop. <laughs> yeah, you too. Uh, we got, we got two plays from India. Hell yeah! Uh, Hell and one play from Germany. <laughs> and the Germans love us. Th- three plays from Slovenia. For the two, for the, th- the two, how many from Slovenia? Three. All right. For the two, for the two plays we got from India, I just want to say, Alex, you forgot to turn off your VPN again. <laughs> there you go. That was me. Oops. Uh, any other sponsorships you guys want to pick up? Uh, none other that I can think of. I just wanted to make that. I, I just wanted to say I'm losing my hair and I want keeps. That's really keeps. mostly all. Red Oak Brewing in North Carolina. Okay, they they have a bunch of like really good beers. They're, they're like they're like what Yingling used to be, and it's like you could only get it in Pennsylvania for the longest time. Mm-hmm. Except um, better beer and like more kinds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. A brewery would be good too. I would. Yeah, I would yeah. be if we got sponsored by a brewery. I'd be willing to for forego wine for yeah, the foreseeable future. I mean, it's, it's oh my god, yeah. Philly. I I would still have to continue to drink wine, but I would be all for a brewery sponsoring us, hundred percent. Right, right, right. We'll just have to go on a brew tour and figure out who we want as a sponsor, guys. <laughs> brew tour. All right, that was good. That was good. Well, that was four questions. It's going to take us to the end of the Rose podcast for this episode. You guys want to do another one? one yeah, more. I think we can do another one. One, one more, more, and that's Good night. That's I'm out of here. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's the end of the show. <laughs> Finally. But for hard cap to the end of the Rose podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, of course, if you want to follow us on Twitter, you can find out exactly when our new episodes are dropping. Uh, our Twitter account is Brose underscore podcast. You can also follow us on Facebook at Rose podcast or on Instagram at Rose underscore podcast. The show is available anywhere refined podcasts are bought and sold. So go subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform of choice. And if you have a question that you want us to answer on the air, email it to brosequestions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions at gmail.com. As always, special thanks to Tess Riley for editing our show, Mary O'Brien for compiling our listener questions, Shannon Vogel for designing our world-famous logo. Shannon's work can be found at Shannon Vogel Photography and Art on Facebook or had her shop on Etsy. <laughs> at her shop on etsy.com and our theme music is when by steven siebert you can listen to steven's work at the free music archive it's time for twitter handles and plugs rich we're going to start with you uh b at b underscore walnuts on twitter and you can find me on twitch.tv slash b underscore walnuts playing video games like sifu mega man x and monster hunter and things like that as well as check me out on podcast the weekly nerdy talk show and bonus action 
the tabletop podcast where me and Sean and friends play D&D. Coming back soon, I hope. <laughs> Sean, what about you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at hey, it's SOB. And you can find me throwing frisbees at OB Disc Golf everywhere except Instagram, where it is OB underscore Disc Golf. Tim, what about you? You can find me screaming into the void at Tim R. Hansen or the backyard. <laughs> in general. <laughs> Causing a ruckus in the neighborhood. Always. I'm on, I'm on Twitter at MKASNEL. That's M-K-A-S-Z-N-E-L. Uh, and uh, for this week, my plug is uh, Go Birds again. Because uh, this will be Go two birds. days after Go Birds. Playoff, Go birds. Thursday, the playoff game, and they should have won. They know it's good for them. <laughs> Say goodbye to the gentle listeners, everybody. Goodbye. Bye. For Tim Hansen, Rich Sweeten, Sean O'Brien, and the entire Action Moose team. Moo, 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 My name is Matt Kaz, and I'll remind you all to be smart about being stupid.